You can accomplish your goals by starting small, powerful habits. That's why in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the power of a small habit, and I'm going to give you two habits that you can apply to your life right now. Now, these two habits I've applied in my own life, and they really have resulted in positive outcomes for me, and I really believe it can do the same for you. So be sure to stick around for the entire episode to hear about two habits that will really put you in position to accomplish your goals. Now, starting new habits can seem scary, can even feel scary, but what's even scarier is not making any changes and staying the same, which is just going to result in you not seeing any changes in your life. And the truth about starting new habits is it just starts with one decision. So let's do it. What's up? Welcome to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, where the purpose and mission is to help you find your how to your biggest goals. My name is Trevon Gross Jr. and I'm excited to have you here because you matter, your dream matters, and I believe in you. I believe in your dream and it's going to happen as long as you have small, powerful habits. And I want to start off this episode just by giving a working definition of what small, powerful habits are. All right. Now, a small, powerful habit, working definition is my own definition, um, is they are minimal actions that increase levels of personal being. Minimal actions that increase levels of personal being. And I'll break this definition down kind of piece by piece, and I'll start with minimal actions. And so I want to start here because um, there's this misconception about habits that they need to be, um, you know, like these major earth shaking, schedule changing, life shifting type of action steps. And that's not really true because if you if you try to make those types of changes in your own life, you really are just going to lead yourself to frustration um, because it's too much. You, it's just not realistic. It's not going to make the habit effective. It's not even going to make the habit enjoyable because at the end of the day, you do want your emotions to be connected to this habit and you're going to need to make sure you have positive emotions towards the habit so that way you can actually reap all the benefits that the habit can give you. Right. But if you try to do too much within the habit, you're just going to set yourself up where you're less likely to be consistent because you're doing too much with the habit. Right. For example, if you're somebody that right now you don't go to the gym at all. Right. It's just not in your everyday schedule. It's not in your schedule. You're, you want to go to the gym. You know, you should go to the gym, but it's just not happening right now. Right. Basically, breaking that down, breaking that habit down of going to the gym, if you were to say, well, you know, starting on Monday, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym five days a week. Every single day I'm going to the gym. The only thing that's going to result from you trying that is being frustrated. That's it. Right. And you may go. You may start off well. You may go two days a week. But after that, you you aren't going to go just because that's taking off. That's taking on more than what you can handle right now. Like for where your level of being is today, as someone in the example that doesn't go to the gym at all, all of a sudden committing yourself to five days a week is going to be too much. Your body isn't going to be able to handle it mentally. You aren't going to be able to handle it. And again, emotionally, you're just going to end up frustrated. Now, in terms of making a minimal action, it's basically about taking that habit. It's about taking that habit that you know you should be doing and basically breaking it down to its smallest common denominator, which would be to only go one day a week, right? If I were to continue using the example, if you're someone that never goes to the gym, a minimal action step for, for that person would be just go one day a week and show up for yourself one day a week and just see how it goes. 
put in a really good workout one day a week. And then basically from there, you're establishing a baseline of, of, of the habit that will allow you to grow into the habit. It will increase your level of being, okay, just by going one day a week. And again, it's all about minimal actions, right? If I were to use an example of finances, if you know you have a certain amount or a certain percentage that you save from your check, right? You can, rather than just saying, oh, I'm just going to save an extra 20, 30% than I usually do from my check, that might be too much than what you're able to handle, than what you're used to, because that's a major change. It's a major change, right? But if you just say, hey, I'm just going to put an extra, you know, 2%, 5%, whatever it is towards my savings as opposed to you know the money I may use to go buy a Chipotle bowl or something like that. That is a minimal action that can lead to great success. All right. But it's a very minimal action. And that's what that's where the power of the habit really comes from because it doesn't need to be anything big. But it's something that you do have to start. So you have to really sit with yourself and think, okay, how can I break down this habit I should be doing just to its smallest common denominator? And how do I get started today? All right. And so that's like the first part in terms of, you know, I want to make sure I explain that of it's a minimal action. Now, the second part of it where it's talking about increase, increasing levels of personal being. Um, this is super important because we don't want to get caught in the consistency trap. You don't want to just get caught in a loop of just doing something. Right. You don't want to do stuff just to do it, because, again, you know, when it comes to accomplishing your dream and really making it happen, you really want to make sure that you are working smart, not just working hard. When you're working hard, you're just going to be consistent and just doing a thing. When you're working smart, you're going to be doing things that are allowing you to be more efficient, allowing you to be more effective, which will ultimately lead to positive results in your life. All right. And the same thing goes true with these small, powerful habits. You want to make sure that the habit is resulting in an increased level of your being. And for those of you guys that are familiar with this podcast, this isn't your first time, you know that I talk about the principle of be, do, have. And for those of you that are new, the principle of be, do, have essentially talks about how in order for you to do the things that you, that you want to do, in order for you to have the things that you want to have, you're going to need to start with your being. Okay. And so often there are people that focus on the doing and what they're doing, how they need to do, do new things and do more things and everything like that so they can have these different things, but they never focus on their level of being. All right. They never focus on their level of being. And I'm going to get into in a second kind of the three ways in which, um, I'm sorry, four ways in which, you know, improving your, your small powerful habits and the four ways in which, you know, your, your small powerful habits will improve your level of being. But you need to focus on your level of being so that way you can do what you need to do so you can have all that you need to have. All right. And so the, the, the first way in which small, powerful habits increase your level of being is that it builds self-confidence. It builds self-confidence. And the way in the reason in which um, small, powerful habits increase your levels of self-confidence is because you're showing up for yourself. You're showing up for yourself in a way that you might not have thought you, you would have been able to before. And this is another reason why the minimal actions are so, so important, because if you try to take on more than what you can choose, so to speak, right, as opposed to breaking it down, you are basically going to be setting yourself up to let yourself down, which will not lead to confidence building. Right. Because you're going to need confidence. You need confidence in your ability to show up for yourself when you think about accomplishing your goals. And when you condition yourself with these small, powerful habits 
to do something that's uncomfortable to you, do something that's new to you, and you're able to do it consistently, and you find yourself even enjoying it, and you find yourself even wanting more of it, you're going to find that your self-confidence is going to grow, which not only will it will your self-confidence show itself in whatever area of the new small powerful habit that you have it's really going to show itself in all areas of your life because again it's you showing up for you it's you showing up for yourself at a level of being rather than just a level of doing all right and the second way in which your small powerful habits build your level of being is that it builds belief it builds belief. And the reason why it builds belief is because when you decide to be consistent in these small, powerful habits and you're increasing your level of self-confidence, you're going to start seeing results. And those results are going to start almost, they're, they're going to be addicting because you're going to start seeing, hmm, I started going to the gym once a week and now I, you know, I saw this progress. I'm losing this much weight or I'm feeling this much better. Like, What happens if I go two times a week? Oh man, like I went two times a week and I'm able to do this. I'm able to, to do this exercise. I wasn't able to do it before. Okay, let's go to three. Let's go to four. Let's go to five. So on and so forth. Let me challenge myself more in the workout, whatever the case may be. And I'm using, you know, the gym as an example, but apply it to, you know, your own life and whatever area um, that fits you, that works for you. But again, it builds your belief because now you're going to start seeing that, okay, if I break these habits down to a smallest common denom denominator, I'm going to see results. And for a lot of us, when you start seeing results, you're going to start believing in your ability to make it happen. It's going to you're going to start believing in your dream more that you're going to be able to make it happen because, again, you're conditioning yourself to do the hard things. You're conditioning yourself to do the things that others might not want to do, but you're doing it and which will result in you having things that others don't have. All right. Now, the third thing that small, powerful habits do is that they eliminate fear. They eliminate fear. And, and this is important because, you know, so often, most of the times, the reason why a lot of people don't start these types of habits is because of fear. They allow fear to hold them back because they might not believe that it'll work. They might not believe that they'll be able to do it. Whatever you're limiting, whatever their limiting belief may be when it comes to starting a small, powerful habit, that when you actually just get started and you make the decision and you make the one decision to that you're going to do it. You're going to show up for yourself. That's when you're going to eliminate fear because you'll realize that the same things that you used to worry about when it comes to starting that, that habit right before you actually start it, they're not real. The, the same concerns or whatever the case may be, right? The same obstacle that was in your way that was hindering you and making you hesitant towards starting that small, powerful habit isn't real. And even if it is real, you've pushed through it because you've decided to show up for yourself. And that's the power of a small habit. You're going to eliminate that fear. And that elimination of fear, again, is going to bleed into other areas of your life. But it's a result, it results from you making one decision to show up for yourself and have these small, powerful habits. And then ultimately, which is the entire purpose of small, powerful habits, the, the benefit which will increase your level of being, it's going to increase it's going to improve, it's going to heighten, it's going to heighten and basically improve your decision making. You're going to make great decisions when you implement these types of small, powerful habits. And these are going to be monumental for you because again, at the end of the day, all of our goals in order to make them happen, it all boils down to our decision making. And these small, powerful habits will put you in a great mental space. They'll put you in a great physical space. They'll put you in a great emotional space 
for you to make the right decisions for your dream. And you need to remain consistent because that is what your dream is going to require. It's going to require you to be consistent. It's going to require you to be upbeat. It's going to require you to be the best version of yourself. And your small, powerful habits allow you to not only be the best version of yourself, your small, powerful habits will allow you to stay the best version of yourself. All right. And so those are the four benefits. Those are the four things that will result uh, from you installing these small, powerful habits. And now I'm going to tell you guys about two powerful habits that I have implemented in my life um, that has truly transformed everything for me. Um, And the first thing was a morning routine. Uh, Morning routine was the beginning of small, powerful habits for me because, you know, at one point for me, I was like, I'm too busy. I'm running around. I got this to do. I got that to do. I got to manage this, manage that, talk to this person, talk to that person, you know, where it was. As soon as I woke up, I was just boom out of the door and we got to go. Right. And that that portion of my life, it was hectic. I'm, I'm just like running on a hamster wheel or just it's like it's more of like life was happening to me rather than me making life happen. And it was it was a mess. I was just all over the place. But when I decided, OK, I need to build a morning routine when I decided to go seek knowledge of, OK, well, how do I improve my life? How do I change my life? How do I find my how to my biggest goals? I saw that a morning routine was monumental to that. And so what I started with was just, OK, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to pray now every if you guys aren't familiar with me, I'm a man of God, really. So prayer has always been a part of my life, but it was always kind of just a, you know, uh, whenever I can get it in, you know, one of those quick prayers on the ride to work type of thing. But I decided to really discipline myself to say, okay, smallest common denominator of, of praying in the morning, I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to at least give God five to 10 minutes of, of prayer, just focused prayer time. And me even doing that, right? Now, my morning routine is, has grown since then, and I'll tell you guys about it in a second. But even in me just basically disciplining myself and challenging myself to sit down and pray for five to 10 minutes and just practice that mindfulness and just hearing God, you know, really resulted in just my day to day being more peaceful. Um, you know, I wasn't really thrown off by much, um, you know, as a result of that. You know, all of that was just from, again, breaking it down to a small common denominator of that mindfulness of that of that prayer piece. And since then, you know, I, I've seen a lot of changes. My decision making was better, my self-confidence was up, you know, my belief in everything that, you know, that I'm doing, the belief in, in the the goals that God has put has put in my heart has really grown. My faith has grown. Um, my fear was was eliminated just from me deciding to wake up and spend five to ten minutes with God praying. Right. And since then, it's grown. You know, I've, I now work out as well. Like I have a small five to 10 minute workout routine. I have some other things that I do. Um, but I'm, I'm actually going to share this with you guys. There, so there, there are actually four. There are four main components of a morning routine. And again, I'm not saying you have to start here with all four because I sure, certainly didn't. But maybe you can implement one and then grow, grow it from there. But the four uh, components of a perfect morning routine that I have found for me, this works for me um, and it works for other people as well in terms of people that I teach. But the first thing is mindfulness. You do need a portion of your morning routine that is where you're able to kind of just be present for yourself. Um, For me, this is my prayer time. You know, I know that other people may meditate, whatever the case may be, but some form of mindfulness 
The second portion is some 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 sort <laughs> some sort of shocking stimulant, which basically is waking up your nervous system, uh, getting your body ready for the day on just your your physiology level on a phys physiological level. I hope I said that right. Um, but some sort of you know whether it's you know taking a cold shower in the morning, um, you know turning a light on. For me, I have my lights automated, so like I have them scheduled to wake me up. So like you know just I wake up to brighten which really just shocks my system to get me ready for the day. Um, you know, again, wake up the body, wake up the, the neuro, the neuro paths in your body. Um, thirdly, a physical workout. Don't make, don't allow this to sound bigger than what it actually is. I'm not saying you have to have like some, you know, tough one hour workout in the morning, you know, work out when you want. I like working out in the morning, but for me, I have like a five to 10 minute little routine, I guess you could call it. <laughs> um, that I do in the morning just to kind of get my body physically active, to kind of get my, my joints moving, my muscles kind of a little activated in the morning. Um, and it just allows me to feel good. So it's not necessarily a strengthening type of workout or anything like that, but it's a workout that just allows my body physically, uh, you know, the muscles in my body to feel good. And, and energy wise, I feel great since I really started doing that. And then lastly, affirmations. You need to have power statements. You need to have the type of power statements that really um, get you ready to take on the day, whatever may come, uh, to know that that you're that you're able to handle it. That you're going to that you're going to do what's necessary in today um, to make your dream a reality. And so you do those four things. That's like the complete perfect morning workout. Um, so think about that in terms of how you want to apply it. Again, make sure you don't do too much for yourself make sure that you basically bite size. So if you only have to start with one thing, I would say start with mindfulness, you know, and then grow from there. Um, but, you know, a morning routine is is so, so essential because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're putting yourself in position to make good decisions. Um, and a morning routine just helps you kind of get centered on that. Um, so I would suggest, in my opinion, it's worked for me and it's worked for others as well to start create a morning routine, but make sure that you start it off in a small, powerful habit type of way. Break it down to a smallest common denominator of just something that you can do so you can grow into it. All right. And the second thing, the second power, small, powerful habit for me that has um, really helped a lot. And I've been doing it now for maybe about five to six months. Um, and I've really noticed a, a change. I've really noticed a, an improvement is uh, monthly personal meetings. All right. Monthly personal meetings just and they're not like uh, they're not necessarily mindfulness, but it's just like a, a personal check in for me every single month. So for me, um, I kind of celebrate. Um, I, I'm, I love sushi. So I'll go to, you know, a good sushi spot. I'll sit down. I'll bring my laptop. And usually this is uh, just a personal meeting where I'm able to kind of meet and just kind of assess. OK, how did the month go? Did I do all that I said I was going to do? Um, you know, this is a time where I sit down and look at my budgets. Um, for all my different companies and just everything like that. But it's it's a personal check-in where it's like, okay, I'm going to be intentional with slowing down. You know, I'm going to do something that is uh, really disrupts my schedule, you know, because I don't necessarily eat out that much. Um, but, you know, there is a level of um, self-gratification that I do get when it's like, okay, I'm able to go enjoy one of my favorite meals, you know, at a nice spot. And I'm able to just sit down and think, and just figure out, okay, how am I doing? Maybe to almost really give a, a great self-assessment of myself with these personal meetings. Um, and it's something I do monthly. You know, I know that there are people that probably might do this weekly. There's some people that might even do this every single day. 
Personally, I think that's too much for me. Um, and I think monthly is like the perfect rhythm uh, for those types of personal meetings. But having those personal meetings uh, truly has been helpful for me. And I think that if you want to implement that in your own life, um, I think it'd be helpful for you too, because it's, it's something simple. It's something, excuse me, uh, it's something powerful where you're just able to just be intentional with, okay, at, at such, in this time frame, at this rhythm, at this beat, I'm going to meet with myself and assess, okay, how could I have been better? What did I not do that well with? And at the same time, you almost celebrate yourself um, by, you know, for me, again, you don't necessarily have to go to a restaurant, but if you like eating out, go to your favorite restaurant and just go there every month and get, you, get, get a good meal, right? Um, but those are the two habits that, that truly have um, allowed me and put me in position for success. Um, and they continue to, you know, again, like my personal meetings are a time for me to not only reflect on myself personally, I'm able to look at budgets, check margins, all that fun businessy type of stuff. Um, but you know, from me implementing these things in my life, you know, my self-confidence, my, my belief, um, you know, fear is gone just because I'm, I'm actually just committing and showing up to myself, which has ultimately led to my decision making improving. So I hope that you guys got something from this episode. Um, leave me a comment um, if you are going to try to, um, you know, implement any of those things in your morning routine or if you're going to start having personal meetings or just comment just to let me know what you think of the episode. I really appreciate it. Again, if you're somebody that you may feel stuck or you feel like you are in the way of yourself when it comes to your goals and you want to get out of your own way and you want to find your how to base goals, this is the place for you. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to like this episode. Share this episode to other people that you know that are looking for their how to their biggest goals. I really appreciate you guys for checking out this episode. Super, super thankful. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right. Go dominate the day because always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. I'll see you guys next week.